Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest technical analysis as Bitcoin traders hope to buy the dip as the Bitcoin price heads towards $30,000. And quitting on-chain analyst Willy Woo, Hobby Exchange is looking like it's a slow-moving train wreck nearing its final throws. Collateral has been draining since 2020. Bitcoin balanced down from 410,000 Bitcoin to now only 26,000 Bitcoin left. Also ETH and USDT balances, also flatlining. A great reminder to take your crypto off the exchanges. Also in today's show, over $450 billion in Bitcoin gradually amassed by long-term Bitcoin hodlers, according to crypto analytics firm Glassnode. We'll also be discussing Coinbase stock exploding after crypto exchange named and new Bitcoin ETF filings. We'll also be discussing macro guru Raul Powell gives a crypto portfolio update and says the markets look bullish from here on out. We'll also be discussing the latest from Kathy Wood. She recently told Bloomberg she is still confident in the Bitcoin price hitting a million dollars by 2030. Quoting her here, the more uncertainty and volatility there is in the global economy, the more our confidence increases in Bitcoin. Also, I'm going to be sharing with you the secret math behind the $1 million prediction, which is the M2 money supply calculation that nobody is talking about. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome everyone just tuning in. This is pod episode number 1333. I'm your host, JV, and today is July 5th, 2023. Hopefully you had an awesome Independence Day. Let's check out the market. Our market watch right here shows Bitcoin down about 1% for the day, holding on to 30,400. We also have Ether correcting, trading back under 2,000, while all the major alts are currently correcting and in the red. And checking out coinmarketcap.com. The current crypto market cap is sitting just under $1.2 trillion with about $31 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with a Bitcoin dominance back on the rise at 49.8% and the Ether dominance at 19.3%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 Four hours. We have Filecoin leading the pack up almost 5%, trading at $4.74, followed by Nexo up a half a percent, trading at $0.64, cents, followed by Kronos up almost a quarter percent, trading 
just above 5.7 cents. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, a sea of wrecked coins, only a handful in the green, which include File and FTT, which is up 7.7%. And checking out one of my favorite indicators, which is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. You can see we're currently rated a 61, which is greed. Yesterday a 64, last week a 62, and last month a 53, which is neutral. So there you have it. Now let's break down today's Bitcoin technical analysis and check out the charts and what's popping with the King Crypto, shall we? Here we go. Bitcoin headed lower into the July 5th Wall Street Open as a risk-off mood entered. U.S. equities, which we can see here in the Bitcoin, one-day candle chart. Data from Cointelegraph Markets Point Trading View showed Bitcoin tapping multi-day lows of 30300 on Bitstamp. Bitcoin price action continued a sideways trading pattern within a larger range in place practically since mid-June. With no discernible progress towards breaking topside resistance, Bitcoin traders hope that a sweep of the lows would provide the fuel that the bulls needed. As Van de Pop points out here, reached uh, for Bitcoin, showing you all these targets. And we also have Crypto Ed had in his eye on 30,000 just the other day, quoting him here. We're heading there. We look for reaction from that level. And crypto trader Jelly said, buy the dip near 28,000, which has been a popular target. And quoting another analyst, as Bitcoin's daily bearish divergence plays out, I see a potential hidden bullish divergence shaping up. He revealed alongside a chart, if this ends up as just a shallow pullback, that could provide the juice we need to break through 32,000 once and for all, with 32 to 32.5 being the line in the sand, as many analysts say, once we could overcome that hurdle, we could head on up up to 40,000 as there's nothing but thin air between 32.5 and 40k. Now this chart shows Bitcoin's relative strength index, better known as the RSI, printing the bearish divergence, which was referred to. And there was a little sign of panic despite the lack of upside momentum. Trader and analyst Rec Capital, following a strong monthly close called intraday performance, nothing to panic about. Quoting him here, nothing to panic about. Bitcoin could dip even deeper for a healthy technical retest to flip old resistance, which you can see in the black, into new support. Support. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analyst. And personally, I am long while we are above 28,000 as we had a super good entry, said Crypto Tony. If you're not yet in a position, I would wait for this dip I am looking for or a flip of 31,000 resistance zone into support. Those are your two triggers for today. So there you have it. We also have Dan Crypto Trades who shared on the lower time frames the bullish market structure is still intact. And he also says I would consider a 29.5 retest if Bitcoin were to lose the mid-range. Until then, liquidity sits at 31,004 to $31,500. And a warning from Willie Wu. He's a great on-chain analyst I respect and look up to. He says Hobby Global, which is one of the top exchanges out there, is looking like it's a slow-moving train wreck nearing its final throws. Collateral has been draining since 2020. Bitcoin balanced down from 410,000 Bitcoin in 2022 to now only 26,000 Bitcoin left. He also shares that ETH and USDT balances are also flatlining. So regardless of the exchange, don't matter if it's Binance US, Hobby Global, whatever, remove your crypto off the exchanges, not your, uh, basically, if it's uh, not your keys, 
It's not your crypto. They own it. They control it. Hence why move your crypto to self-custody, such as a cold storage wallet, such as a Trezor. That would be my recommendation. With that being shared, fam, now let's discuss the latest with $450 billion moved by the long-term hodlers who continue to accumulate. And where am I long-term hodlers at? Make some noise in the comments right down below. Here we go. Now, long-term hodlers have been gradually accumulating Bitcoin for nearly two years, according to the crypto analytics firm, Glassnode. They note in a tweet that long-term hodlers amass over a million Bitcoin in the past 602 days, bringing that cohort's total supply to 14.47 million BTC, just 20,000 Bitcoin short from the all-time high. The analytics firm also notes that shrimp holders, meaning addresses with less than one Bitcoin, have been aggressively accumulating Bitcoin at the rate of 33,400 Bitcoin a month. Glassnode says there have only been 130 out of the 5,263 total trading days, roughly 2.5%, that have recorded a larger monthly position change. The shrimp cohort now holds 1.33 million BTC. Now, Bitcoin at trading at 31,000-ish at this time, the top Ranked crypto asset by market cap is up 1.3 percent at the past uh, 24 hours and still up roughly 87 percent since the start of the year. And despite the massive gains this year, Bitcoin remains around 55 percent down from its all-time high of more than 69,000, which we hit back in November of 2021. The crypto analytics firm Into the Block notes that about 75 percent of Bitcoin hodlers are making money at the Bitcoin current price. The firm also says that 69 percent of Bitcoin hodlers have held on to their Bitcoin for more than one year. So again, massive congratulations to all my long-term hodlers out there who have been hodling for a year or more. Now let's discuss everything you need to know regarding the Bitcoin ETFs and what's happening. And Coinbase has been soaring, at least their stock, as a result of this latest news. Let's break it down. Shares of Coinbase are up after the news that the exchange operator, CBOE Global Markets, refiled its spot Bitcoin ETF application. The US SEC previously rejected CBOE's app, which was filed on behalf of the financial giants BlackRock and Fidelity, the largest asset managers in the world, for being unclear and incomprehensive. Bloomberg senior ETF analyst Eric Valchuna said at that time, there are certain details that the SEC wanted, including the naming of a crypto exchange to help facilitate the ETF, and quoting him here, basically the SEC wants them to name the crypto exchange and give more details on the surveillance agreement. That's understandable, arguably good news. I was under the impression they'd have to update that as well. So there you have it. And now a refiling of the app has been sent through that says Coinbase has agreed to enter into a surveillance sharing agreement with the Nasdaq Stock Exchange for the proposed Bitcoin ETF, which makes it very interesting considering the current lawsuit versus the SEC, right? So while the SEC looks at the new ETF app involving Coinbase, the regulator is also in the middle of a lawsuit it filed against the crypto exchange last month, alleging the company was selling unregistered securities. Coinbase has since filed a motion to dismiss the SEC's law suit, arguing that the regulatory body lacks jurisdiction and that its transactions don't qualify as securities. Now, coin shares are up 11% since the latest ETF filing and are now up 154% from their all-time low of 31 bucks and currently trading just below $80. Now, check this out. All the spot Bitcoin ETF filings that have recently been resubmitted, meaning the ball is back in the court 
of the SEC. And you can see right here, ARC 21 shares, Bitcoin ETF refiling, iShares Bitcoin Trust from BlackRock, the Bitwise Bitcoin ETB Trust by Bitwise, the Van Eck Bitcoin Trust, the Wisdom Tree Bitcoin Trust, Invesco Galaxy Bitcoin ETF, the Wise Origin Bitcoin Trust, and the Valkyrie Bitcoin Fund. So there you have it. When do you feel a Bitcoin spot ETF is likely to finally be approved in the United States? And which asset manager will get approved first? We know the track record of BlackRock with their uh, ETFs being approved is like 575 to 1, which means like a 99.9% chance. But again, the question becomes when. I think it's likely to occur sometime before the next halving in 2024, which is roughly nine and a half months out. But let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. Now let's discuss the latest portfolio update from Macro Guru, Raul Powell. I think this is going to leave many of you shocked because I was shocked actually reading what he is holding and kind of embarrassed for him at the same time. I'm not going to not gonna front. Then we'll dive into Kathy Wood's latest $1 million price prediction, as well as the secret math behind Bitcoin realistically hitting that seven-figure mark. And then we'll dive into our live uh, Q&A. And welcome to each and every one of you just joining us. Now, Real Vision founder Raul Powell says he's remaining bullish on digital assets after significantly increasing his position size during the bear market. In a new bankless interview, the former Goldman Sachs exec gives a portfolio update saying he's still invested heavily into one of Ethereum's biggest rivals. Now, again, you got to see this to believe it. So quoting him here, I don't change it a lot. I am very consistent in what I do. It is still about 80% Solana. Again, I would have never guessed this dude would be holding 80% Solana. I kind of feel bad for him. A small bit of Bitcoin. Good Lord. Talk about the opposite of a Bitcoin max. He has no faith in Bitcoin, but 80% Solana, things that make you go, hmm, he continues. And a handful of other things that I bought just to feel the price. I don't want to mention them on Twitter. He's ultimately embarrassed because they're probably super-ish coins, is my guess, because then everyone destroys you and attacks you. Basically, it's the same portfolio that I've had, and I don't really change it. I haven't sold anything, so that answers something. I probably increased my portfolio by 30 to 40% in June to October. The Bitcoin bull, who refers to its forecast on crypto and tech stocks as part of the Everything Code, says that everything is lining up for another bull market with a potential climax in 2026. He identifies currency debasement, and new capital arriving into the space as potential catalysts. Quitting him here, the crypto market looks very bullish from here on out. I am uh, reticent to name specific numbers, but this year looks more bullish than I expected. What is really interesting is that the everything code also matches the logarithmic channel. They're all consistent amongst different ways you back in and out. So yeah, it looks like a crypto cycle and it looks like it should be. I don't think it's pure function of debasement because if it was, then the 2021 cycle or 2020 to 2021 cycle would have been even bigger. It's a function of the amount of capital available to move the space, etc. So yeah, it looks very positive to me. And I don't think we need to get worried until 2025. So there you have it. And to watch this video he did, check the show notes below the video in the description. And what are your thoughts surrounding the macro guru holding on to 80% of his portfolio being Solana with a very tiny minuscule amount being in Bitcoin. What are your thoughts on that? I definitely need to read these thoughts out loud towards uh, the end of the show. And now let's dive into the latest from ARK Invest is Kathy Wood. She's predicting 1 million and standing firm by that prediction. I know she's said before that you know the most bullish case would be a $1.5 million Bitcoin price by 2030. She said her base case scenario, 600,000 and the medium average being roughly what 1 million to 1.1 million. So let's break this down and then we'll break down the math of how this can become a reality. 
here we go. And massive shout out uh, to Kathy Wood. She was recently interviewed by Bloomberg and says the more uncertainty and volatility there is in the new global economy, the more confidence increases in Bitcoin. She is also uh, naturally very bullish on Coinbase stocks, so she must be very happy on the back of what's happening there. So here we go. While more or less, according to the SEC Chairman Gary Gensler, the crypto industry right now looks about as useful as an ashtray on a motorbike or a fourth a seamer in the Indian cricket team, none of this seems to be putting off Kathy Wood. Uh, come to think of it, though, the U.S. crypto industry has proved pretty useful for filing the SEC's coffers and humongous settlement fines. ARK Invest Kathy Wood, who was at Morgan Stanley event in Sydney just the other day, is, as you probably well know, a bit of a tech stock loving human headline. And Coinhead is nothing if not the first with the secondhand news on said Wood headlines. So here's a little breakdown of some of the more head-turning, you-can't-be-serious notions she recently gifted us with, talking about this million-dollar prediction. In an interview with Bloomberg, uh, she indicated that the uncertainty and volatility of the global economic landscape has actually increased her thesis of Bitcoin being an antidote to inflation and counterparty risks. Wood has, in fact, reiterated her prediction that the OG digital asset will hit a lofty price target of a million dollars by 2030. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Kathy Wood. Now, they say they're a little disappointed in Wood, though, because in September of 2021, she first went on public record with a lofty Bitcoin prediction of 500,000. Then in January of 2022, she made her first Bitcoin to 1 million by 2030, crystal ball in. And by now, we would have hoped for another doubling down of a 2 million prediction with some random time frame. But nah, a bit like the Fed's likely to do in June, she hit the pause button. Still crypto hoping and crack pipe addicts. Why well, I got to be crack pipe addicts, kid? Won't be too disappointed. Why can't it just be hits from the Hobium bong? You feel me? Anyways, $1 million Bitcoin within seven years. Let me know if you feel that's a realistic target for the king crypto. Now, if the US dollar is worth anything at all by then, that is. So do you keep that in mind? There's hyperinflation. And Coinbase is still an ARC buy. She has been very bullish on this regarding the legal quagmire of the world's biggest crypto exchange. You got Binance and Coinbase now finding themselves in over of the US of A. Thanks to Gary Gensler. No clarity, Gary. And his SEC pal. Wood believes those two entities are built entirely different. They're not in the same bucket, she noted, emphasizing that she believes the Binance situation in the U.S. is far more serious than the SEC's Coinbase lawsuit, which she obviously would say, with ARK being a hefty investor in the Coinbase stock, would also said, we have competition for Coinbase disappearing, so that is a good thing longer term for Coinbase, adding that it was unfortunate that the SEC targeted Coinbase the day after taking action against uh, Binance, and ARK also bought 419000 and shares more of Coinbase stock worth about $22 million. And this was roughly, I'd say, about a month ago. So I say she must be pretty excited for that investment. And now let's dive into our final story of the day because we discuss a lot the Bitcoin price hitting these lofty targets, you know, 500000 $1 million, et cetera. But what about the math? How can that realistically happen? Well, here's the math that nobody is talking about. Let's break this down. I think you'll get a lot of value out of this. Here we, here we, here we, here we go. So why and when Bitcoin hits $1 million? Now let's talk about the M2 money supply uh, does to the stock market. Stick until the end and you'll get more context and better understand. Now the M2 money supply represents all the money circulating in the economy, which includes cash, savings accounts, bank accounts, etc. This number is provided by the Fed. And yes, M2 is also somehow correlated to GDP growth. A growing economy also needs more money walking around to facilitate commerce. Now the thing is, the more money and cash that exists in the economy, either because the Fed is printing money or because the GDP is growing, the more will be allocated to investments by the people. A certain percentage of that money supply will always 
flow to the stock market, bonds and other boring stuff, but also into cryptocurrency. I'm not sure what percentage of that is, but if I'd had to guess, I'd say roughly 1%. So let's go back to the correlation between the M2 money supply and the stock market. In this case, the S&P 500. Although this chart only goes back 20 years, it's safe to say that this correlation exists since the M2 money supply is recorded. An example, since 1959. And since 1959, the more money is circulating in the economy, the more money will flow to investable assets. So in that chart, it's pretty clear that the S&P 500 and the M2 are quite correlated. It's also pretty clear that when the money printer went burr back in 2020, there was a big surge of the stock market. This has also been true except for the 2008 crash where despite the M2 increase, the market continued in panic mode. The chart here shows us the M2 money supply for the US, China, Japan, and Europe, the four biggest economies, and all of them with no exception increased the money supply for most of the time. And also notice that while the US is contracting the money supply in 2022 and this year, which has translated into a bear market, China and Japan continue to flood the market with trillions of dollars. However, things are about to change. The US is about to turn up the M2 tap which are our faucet if you're an American. Now, this orange line symbolizes the Fed fund rate. The green line is inflation decreasing, and the blue line is the M2 money supply will sooner or later go back to its previous trajectory. And I'll be sure to include this as well in the show notes below the video in the description for you to break it down. Now, the Fed funds rate expectations are favorable to all investable assets, including, of course, cryptocurrency. So let's go. In conclusion, medium, long-term, five to 10 years, the stock market and crypto, will do amazing. Just revisit this again 10 years from now. I mean, what are your thoughts? According to the calculations during the last bull market, the M2 money supply increased by approximately 43%. The Bitcoin price increased 1,200% during the same period. And for every 1% of M2 increase, Bitcoin increases by 27%. So if over the next 10 years, the M2 continues to grow at the same pace of the last 30 years, the money supply will grow by 119%. 119, and you also have 27, I guess that's times is 3,320%. This is what Bitcoin can grow over the next 10 years. Bitcoin now worth roughly 30,000. So 30,000, I guess times 3,320%, that would be $996,000 per Bitcoin, which is how we get to a $1 million uh, Bitcoin price. So yeah, it can reach a $1 million in 10 years, or as Kathy Wood predicts, within the next seven years. There are, of course, many other variables that were not taken into account, other macroeconomic factors, regulations, wars, and pandemics. But if we look at the M2 money supply alone, which is a pretty strong indicator, then a $1 million Bitcoin price in 10 years is actually pretty realistic. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.